Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show. Welcome specifically to episode 210. Everything is uh, totally hosed and horrible. Vincenzo the Deer Slayer came in over the weekend to help me out with some technical stuff, and uh, I'm not totally ready to throw him under the bus yet. I'm not totally ready to throw Vinny the Deer Slayer under the bus yet, but uh, so far it's been a very difficult morning this morning. Uh, Reddit... Reddit didn't work. Don't know why. Amber Glow, I see I see Amber in the uh, comments section now, which is very nice. Amber says, howdy. Amber, uh, is everything looking okay so far? I see the stunning redhead Georgie girl is in the house. This is very good. Um, everything, everything working okay? <laughs> this was, this was uh, kind of rough. This was kind of rough. Plumbers in the house, I can see. Okay, it seems like we're settling in. Good Lord. This is going to be a uh, very good test of my metal. Plumber says, I was just wondering where Tony was. Yeah, me too. I was. I thought I was live streaming on Reddit. And uh, Plumber says, 10 minutes late. See, this that, that actually hurts. It really hurts my heart to think that I was maybe 10 minutes late. Oh, wait a minute. Big Orilla. Who is who is Big Orilla? Big Orilla says, morning, Tony. Good morning to you. Welcome to our show. It's been a holy bucking Bronco so far. Holy bucking Bronco. Wait a minute. Why is Georgie crying? Lady Letter Carrier says, hello, Georgie is crying. Oh, Aaron from I Had to Say It is Big Orilla. Hello, Aaron. Good to see you. This is a uh, this is a podcasting buddy. The show is I had to say it. Everyone, go check it out. Find it on your all your podcatchers. Spotify, Stitcher. I don't know if they're on Stitcher. I don't know. Plumber, plumber, uh, throwing me under the bus. Plumber says that's ten minutes. I'll never get back. Plumber, it's a free show, for God's sake. You know, we run a, a fairly tight ship. Yes, thank you, Metal. Metal, not metal, says uh, Georgie. Yeah, very good. Oh, this is uh, this is Aaron's PlayStation tag, is Big Gorilla. Okay, good to know. That's pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. Anyway, happy Monday, every everyone. I apologize for the, you know, the hijinks. You can see it's interesting. I'm on Twitch now, but I have my Reddit lighting. Can everyone recognize there's a King Pelican back there? I have my Reddit lighting set up because I thought I was going to be on Reddit this morning. I mean, sometimes you just can't win for losing, right? Sometimes you just can't win for losing. That's the way it goes. Anyway. So we're good now. Georgia, you were crying just because you couldn't uh, find me? I don't know. All right. Breathe in, breathe out, everybody. Welcome to episode 210. I guess it took us a long time 
to have this sort of horrible snafu. You know what? what's funny is uh, right before... See, I, I don't want to completely throw Vincenzo under the bus because... Because uh, this might have been my fault. I, w I clicked something on... Uh, on our pant, our pant software. So it might have been me. Way of the Gentacle says, "What time is it there?" It's uh, right now. It's seven twelve a.m. Eastern Standard Time here in Philly. And uh, you know, so it is what it is. Amber, were you up late last night? Amber says she's proud of herself for waking uh, up early enough. All right. <laughs> Plumber had to uh, watch a guy make a bagel this morning. I, I assume you're referring to the Wild West that is our pan. <sighs> is everyone having trouble waking up this Monday morning? G Georgie is still in bed, she says. Just a small town girl. Don't get me started now. Don't get me all hot and bothered. I guess this was a this morning was a um, really good test of um, switching over from uh, Reddit to to this thing to this Twitch thing very quickly. So you know whatever. I'm, I'm learning something about myself. Testing my metal. There we go. Um, what in the world was I going to talk about? Oh. Um, I want to say thank you, first of all, for, for uh, all you folks who were nice enough to remind me that we're supposed to have a drawing today. I'm ready for the drawing. Let's do it a little later. We'll let uh, the tension build up. I was saying over on uh, um, over on uh, Reddit, when you guys, I guess, couldn't hear me, I was waxing poetic about, um, I got several reminders that we're doing the drawing today. Now, this is going to be very interesting. I think this is quite an opportunity. This drawing is quite an opportunity for someone because um, we, if if you remember, I, I had a I had a snafu on one of these Spotify podcast episodes. Let's call it 197, maybe, where I forgot to hit record, which that happens to me more and more these days, by the way. And... Um, Anyway, so I was behind in getting the the audio version of the podcast published. So when we recorded episode 200, that was on, I can't remember if it was here on Twitch or if it was on Reddit. But either way, it was uh, not on the audio podcast. It wasn't released for like a week or two. So I think something interesting has happened. I think several people... Um, Several people um, didn't listen to episode 200. So we don't have very many applicants, very many entrants. There's a lot of discussion about Tank, too, by the way. Tank's wife is in town, you know, so, you know, he's very busy, says Lady Letter Carrier, right? LOL. Uh, but still, you know, we, we miss Tank. We miss Tank. Hope, just, just to make sure, hope everything's okay. You know what I mean? You know, just to make sure. 
Anyway, we have very few applicants for our drawing for episode 200 because again, the Sportivity Podcast was not published until like a week later. I feel like most people probably just skipped over it. So in terms of the draw, and then also this was a spur of the moment thought. We decided very spur of the moment, hey, let's do a drawing for a watch. It's episode 200, let's do something uh, special. So this was not promoted, it was spur of the moment. Many people probably didn't even hear the the, uh, podcast. So those diehards who did, who did enter the contest, you have as good a chance as you're probably ever gonna get it. Plumber says, I hope my email uh, made it through. I happen to know for sure, Plumber, you're in the you're in the thing. You're in the thing. Now it's interesting, there, there are a few uh, uh, people whose names I didn't recognize. It's always interesting, you know, you, people kind of come out of the woodwork and it's like, I, I've never heard of you. I'm ho- glad you enjoy the show, that sort of thing. Um, several ap- applicants in here, I obviously I do know who you are. Very, very well known. Um, <laughs> plumber's excited. Plumber's in the in the uh, drunk. If I'm being honest, okay, who deserves to win? I'm I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna call it like it is. Georgia girl deserves to win. I'm not playing favorites. This is not rigged. It's on the up and up. But uh, in a previous drawing. I thought for sure Georgie was going to win it. It, it, it. We used to do a secret word of the day. Georgie was the most committed player. And uh, Robo Kitty snuck in and won it. So Georgie deserves a win. I'm pulling for you, Georgie. We'll do that in, in a little while. We'll see how it goes. Um, so uh, as usual, I was kicking around on um, Reddit. You know, I was up early. I'm cursed. I can't get to sleep at a normal time. So um, I got on. Uh, I got on Reddit and kicked around. And I tweeted some things. You know, my if anyone likes to play along, follow along on Twitter. Um, my Twitter address is what at Chicago Tony, I think. Lady Letter Carrier says, if I win, it would be a miracle. I didn't even participate. Uh, That would be a miracle. Amber says, ditto. Yeah, if you guys win, then something is wrong. Just send her a watch anyways, says Plumber. (laughs) If she wins today, just pull another name. Send her a watch anyway. Well, she would have to send me my address. You know? That's the way it goes. She would have to send me my address to keep it to keep it real. So it's not like I could spring it on her. You know what I mean? Anyway, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, I was kicking around on Reddit earlier. I saw I'm getting into that uh, today. I learned subreddit. Does anyone else read that subreddit? Today I learned. I find it pretty interesting. And there were a few, and again, if you want to play along, like I, I usually try to, uh, what do you call it? Tweet it out, tweet it, tweet it. The ones I, as I'm going through, 
I really found interesting. The first one is this uh, underground city in Turkey. This actually gave me great hope. So check it out. There's, it turns out some guy was uh, digging a, he, he was, he was adding onto his house or something like that. He was busting through a wall or his basement or something. Well, let me, let me freaking read it. Anyway, this underground city is called Darin Kuyu. Darin Kuyu in Turkey. Let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, let's see. Darin Kuyu, Turkey, the deepest underground city in Turkey was designed to protect 20,000 people behind massive stone doors. There are pictures uh, on, uh, on uh, Twitter I linked to the article. If you go to the article, there are pictures and everything. But I found it amazing. Let me let me see how much of this article I can get through. Like something out of an especially surreal horror movie, the Darren Kuyu underground city was discovered in modern times when a man found a hidden room behind a wall in his home, which, after further digging, was revealed to lead to an ancient underground complex 18 stories deep. 18 stories underground and check it out likely first established around the 7th or 8th century bce by the way little let, let's put a little placeholder here when did they do away with bc was that not good enough now is now it's bce bc used to be what before christ now, as, as we had more uh, godless, et cetera, et cetera, now we got to change. They're taking over our language, people. Anyway, let me go on. First established around the 7th or 8th century, the massive subterranean complex was built by the ancient population of the time to provide protection against invading forces. And what a defense it became. Continually growing since its inception, the significantly expanded uh, during the Byzantine period Centuries later, the hidden city is thought to have been able to protect 20,000 inhabitants for long periods of time. Let's see. It descends 18 stories underground. It has, it is fitted with thousands of ventilation shafts and waterways that provide fresh air and water to each level of the site. There were rooms for stables, stables stables they kept livestock underground churches lodging storage and of course a winery they put a winery underground winery there were uh, massive stone wheels that could be rolled in front of an entrance essentially making it uh, impenetrable um this to me was absolutely amazing and gives me great hope this underground thing and, you know, I've sort of joked around, joking but not joking, um, that um, that uh, uh, you know, I, I might like to have a place underground, you know, just in case, just in case. I found this article very, very encouraging. Before the common era, says Georgie. That's what that means, before common era. But it used to mean before Christ, right? BC? Why did they change it? Let's, okay, don't get me started. Don't get me started. 
Um, Georgie says there were con some contention around the dates based on Christ's life. So the BCE was established to come to a consensus. Fair enough. Fair enough. That sounds reasonable. Yeah, go figure. Georgie looked it up. But anyway, this article, I, the fact that uh, way back in the day, 7th or 8th century, they said, they can build an 18-story underground structure. They can have livestock. They can have water. They can have a winery. This gave me great hope, and it just it makes me realize maybe I can dig a bunker somewhere, and it'll, it can be halfway decent. I wonder what I would want in my bunker, you know? I would definitely, you know, want the food and water. I would want a turlet. That would be nice. You probably don't need air conditioning if it's underground. Boom. It's, it's uh, you know, it's just nice and uh, steady eddy. But if these guys can do that, I mean, could I have a herd of goats in my underground bunker? It's hard to conceive of. But by God, if they did it back in Turkey... You know, maybe it's doable. I don't know. Gave me hope. Uh, lady Letter Carrier makes a very good point. She says, well, the Egyptians built 18-story high pyramids. This is very true, lady. Very good point. Um, and Amber has a good question. I wonder the same thing. She says, how did the fresh air supply to each level work? I would like to know more details because, again, as I am building my multi-story bunker, you know, these guys can give me some shortcuts. If it worked in 7th century Turkey, however they did it, it's probably a pretty good system. You know? Was it aliens? I don't know. That's kind of the easy cop-out, right? When it's so mind-boggling, such an advance, how did they possibly do it? It's easy to say, well, it just must have been aliens, you know, that sort of thing. I don't know. Let's see, what else did I, what else did I find on today I learned? I probably put notes somewhere. Let's see. Um, here's another one. Today I learned that Noah Webster set upon writing an, Ameri an American Dictionary of the English Language in 1807. It took him 26 years to write it all himself, including the etymologies, which required that he learn 28 languages. He was plagued by debt to fund the project. That's one of the today I learned. I mean... Isn't it amazing? Some of these people. Now, it's funny. In hindsight, um, we can all see what a tremendous project. He was right on. This is supremely useful. Way to go, Noah Webster. Good job. But what makes a person, when you're the first, right? When you're the first and you decide, uh, uh, I got to do this thing, and it makes you broke. And what did it say? It took him 26 years to write it all himself. He also was like, I'm going to do it myself. 26 years, he had to learn 28 languages to get it right. This guy must have been anal as a mofo. 
Lady Letter Carrier says I've been to his house. Do you mean Noah Webster's house? Was it a, uh, a little shack? Oh, she can't remember where it was. That's kind of funny. Was it a nice house? I wonder if he recovered economically after his, after he finally was able to publish his book. Yeah, that's commitment, says Georgie. Very true. You know, you, you get these people. Was Edison maybe the same way with the light bulb? I don't know. It's hard to say, but you get these people that are uh, so crazy, so obsessed with something, and sometimes it works out. Thoron says, hello, handsome. Sorry, I, I have no idea how to pronounce your uh, your Twitch name, but welcome. Welcome to the show. I'm doing very fine. Oh, Robo Kitty's in the house. Good morning, Robo Kitty. Better late than never, right? Did I say earlier when uh, I was talking about the drawing that um, the previous winners, here's another little trivia for today's drawing for the uh, episode 200 prize, secret word prize. No former winner entered the contest, which, um, and I know for a fact, one former winner was on the live stream. I thought that was very classy, very classy. Well done, nicely done. Uh, Thoron says, what's the plan for today? Uh, just like every show, no plan. I do this show every morning, 7 a.m., Monday through Friday. Usually it's on Reddit. Friday mornings, it seems like it's here on Twitch. Um, but Reddit shit the bed this morning, so here I'm on Twitch early. And, uh, this is just me talking, staring into a camera and talking. And interacting with you beautiful people. And, uh, we'll see where it all goes. We'll see where it all goes. Stream of consciousness, says Lady Letter Carrier. That's very true. How true it is. Let's see. Was there another today I learned? Noah Webster. Here's an interesting one. Today I learned that the CIA paid Vietnam War spies by ordering them items from the Sears catalog because the spies operated in areas that had a barter economy and didn't rely on cash. It seems that that's very fascinating. What a weird, what an interesting way. Those resourceful CIA dudes, they're always figuring out an angle, aren't they? I, I would love to be a fly on the wall in those uh, internal meetings, you know? It's like, what do we do? We can't pay them in uh, cash, right? They'll be spotted. Um, I, I know, we'll pay them in toaster ovens. <laughs> Wool sweaters. <laughs> uh, you know, metal canoes. <laughs> they will totally fly under the radar. You know, with... Uh, I know they're bartering Rock'em Sock'em robots, right? Somewhere in uh, Hanoi, but uh, they won't be detected. Who had that idea? And I can't believe it worked. I wonder, I wonder in, in all seriousness, I wonder what they did give them from the Sears catalog. Vietnamese spies. I don't know. Um, 
Plummer wants to know, what did you do this weekend, Tony? Well, um, I did uh, Vincenzo the Deer Slayer. Did show up here to the to the studio to, um, you know, mess up my system. Who knows? I, I'm going to have to do some reverse engineering. If he's the guy that fucked up my, uh, uh, my Reddit this morning, you know, then he's got some splaining to do. But I think there's a good chance that I actually did it myself. It might have been a self-inflicted wound. I clicked on something and right before I went live, and then I was like, it seems like something went away. I'm trying to think what else I did. I sat on the couch a lot this weekend, which I, I'm not very happy about. I watched some football. I, it was a lazy weekend. It was definitely a lazy weekend. Georgie is making fun of my mug. My mug is comically... it. Boy, it. she says that mug is comically large. It sure does look large on this, doesn't it? Jesus Christ, that's almost as big as my head, and my head is huge. I'm doing a product placement, says Lady Letter Carrier. Sponsorship. This is a uh, Yeti coffee mug. Um, Power Karma, welcome to the show. Says, sometimes you got to have the lazy weekends. Thank you. That makes me feel better. Um, you know, the uh, Big Gorilla says that mug is the one I'm using. Oh, is the one I'm using Little Brother. So you have a bigger one than this, huh? What is it, taller? Is it the kind that will fit into a, um, see, you can, you can see the Yeti logo if I turn it this way. Yeti. Um, you have the one that with the bottom that could fit into the cup holder? Big Gorilla? Is that a is that a thing? That's the one thing about these. This this is too wide for a cup holder in a car. That's the way it is. I was in line at a Cabela's. I don't know, probably buying bullets or some shit. And they had these Yeti sitting there. Now, um, last season. Last season. Wait a minute. Is there a price tag on the bottom of this mug, lady? Look at what Lady Letter Carrier says. I wonder why the price tag is still on the bottom of the mug. Is that true? See, now you're going to make me spill coffee all over my setup, but I got to know. That's a QR code, lady. It's not a price tag. That would be the epitome of no class if I still had the price tag uh, hanging on that thing. Can you imagine? So Big Gorilla, it's the big travel one. Okay. I So I got two of these things. I have a red one. I have a black one. And uh, I, I love them. I was going to say last season, I was on Amazon and I got something very much like this. It wasn't quite as gigantic, but uh, it was even, it was black, same style. I can't remember if I even had it on the show every once in a while if anyone remembers let me know but uh the thing fell apart the lid the plastic lid split in half 
in the dishwasher. That's a no-go. That pissed, pissed me off. So I was in line buying whatever it was, bullets, beef jerky, who knows. And uh, I saw these Yetis and it's like, all right, I'm going to get a couple. We'll see what. So, so far, they're they're nice and solid. Um, and I am, I'm very happy with them. So who knows? Maybe I'll do a product placement later. I don't know. Let's see. 736. What a weird morning it's been. I keep forgetting. I started the show late. Really? I, st- I started it twice. I started it when I was on Reddit and, uh, now I'm going again here. I don't know. All right. Let me do, uh, I had, uh, there was a fourth one from today I learned. All right, let me read it to you guys. Today I learned in 1986, the 18-year-old Prince of Orange, William Alexander, participated in the 120-mile-long ice skating tour known as Elfstendentach. He entered under the pseudonym W.A. Van Buren and managed to finish the tour that passes... 11 historic cities in the Dutch province of Friesland. So this is some Dutch aristocrat. I was the, the reason this was so fascinating to me is that uh, I, I never knew there, there was an event, a 120 mile ice skating event. And it just made me think that could be really cool. Or I don't know. Is that a complete pain in the ass? Is that like uh is ice skating 120 miles? That's got to be taxing, right? Anyway, I've, I decided I'm going to file... Um, wait a minute. Amber says, I'm, am I not supposed to put Yetis in the dishwasher? Is this true? The the plastic... Is, it, is the plastic lid going to be damaged in the dishwasher Big Gorilla loves his Yeti I forgot it uh, in the car when I got to work one morning and when I got out at the end of the day the coffee was still hot bada bing there you go Lady Letter Carrier is familiar with this ice skating race? This is completely news to me. Hans Brinker. Completely news. Wait. Though Ron is from Norway. That's tremendous. Very exciting. We're such an international show. Have you guys noticed? Let's, uh, I should, I probably ought to do, I, I, I ought to get into the mailbag and do some, uh, do some mail. But I think before we do, we better get this drawing out of the way, okay? Let's do it. I'm excited for you guys. You know, hope, hope it, I hope it works out. I hope there's justice. Um, now, again, thank you to you people who reminded me over the weekend. Go get the fishbowl. You know who you are. It's more than one person. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. And uh, I uh, I will also say that um, 
uh, it didn't work. I was actually too lazy. I told you I was lazy this morning, so I never went and got the fishbowl. My bad. So we're going to do it a little bit different. We're going to uh, do a drawing out of um, out of a Vitamix blender, <laughs> whatever container. That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. Oh, Thoron says my caffeine addiction uh, are starting to be a problem. Any tips? Um, my tip would be uh, stop, stop consuming caffeine. Abstinence, abstinence. By the way, you asked that question of a. I'm I'm an addict of the first rate. Now I've never done drugs because I know I would be totally powerless against them. But I mean, Hostess Twinkies addict all right let's do this drawing people so there have been uh you long you long timers know holy cow there's like a sharp blade in the bottom of this thing this is a horrible idea horrible idea um plumber plumber says a lot of names i say my chances are low i i disagree plumber i mean there's i don't know 12, 15 in here, something like that. I mean, that's pretty low. That's pretty low. 1 in 15? I mean, come on. Okay, so I hope I don't cut myself here. But I think what we should do is, yeah, Amber says don't slice your fingers. That's right. Okay, I have one. Screw it, I have one. I have the winner in my hand. Uh, all my fingers are intact as far as I know. I'm, a, I'm actually nervous. This is nerve wracking for me. I have no idea why. Plumber says he was hoping for like five names in here. Well, what can I tell you? Okay, you guys ready? Here we go. Let's see what it is. Let's get it over with. Oh my gosh, my heart is racing. Here we... <laughs> Let's see if you guys can see this. Let it focus, focus. Aha! Just a small town girl. You know? You know, sometimes... Now, Plumber, I'm very sorry. Georgie is the winner. Georgie is the winner. Congratulations, Georgie. I'm sorry to Plumber. I'm sorry to all, all the other players. You know who you are. Um, but I'm just saying, Georgie worked so very hard in previous secret word contests. I think, I think this is tremendous. Tremendous. Georgie girl, I will follow up with you. And I, I know you said earlier uh, in the show that... Uh, I have your address uh, because I, it, which is true because I did send you a postcard from Vegas. Now the question is, do I still have your address? I will look into that, but congratulations, dear. I'm, I'm super happy for you. I was really stressed out about this this morning because again, I really last secret word contest. I, I was sure you were going to win. You had so many more entries than anyone else. And uh, 
it was just Robo Kitty's time. So today it's your day. Congratulations, dear. Episode 200. Who knew? Who knew? See, now Plumber can say, woe is me. Georgie, just like last week, was saying, I never win anything. Now Plumber's saying, I never win anything. You know, your time will come. Good things come to those who wait. You know, the uh, uh, the sermon at church yesterday was about waiting around. <laughs> That's about all I remember about it. It was something about waiting. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, whatever. Um, let's see. Let's get to the mailbag. Everyone, if you want to um, send a... If you want to send a letter into the show, we love it. It's super fun. The email address is Chicago Tony V, like vacation, at gmail.com. Super fun. I'll read the letter on, on the show, and uh, we will hold on. VIP text. Um, I will read it on uh, the show, and we'll have a good old time, and maybe I'll help you out. Maybe I won't. I'm just, by the way, some of you people send me like questions, you know, very heartfelt questions, and I really do do my best, but I hope you all understand. I'm just another another bozo on the bus. I really am. By the way, all another interesting thing before we get into the mailbag, I just want to point out uh, some pepperonis on our Discord were um, talking over the weekend about catching up on older episodes. Like the, the ones where they weren't in the live stream. And I asked the question. I said, do you listen to the Spotify or do you watch a replay of the visual? And it was interesting. It seemed like there's a consensus that the favored thing to do is to actually watch it. I found that fascinating. If you would have asked me a year ago if my fat face was going to be on camera and if that would be a good idea, I never, ever would have bought that. I, uh, so Whatever. Whatever. See, Plumber, if you wait around, you know, I waited around and someone, someone after 50 years says, hey, I would like to see your face. Do you mind? I never thought that would ever happen to me. All right. Anyway, first letter. Here we go. Big Diesel. Could you ever see yourself on a reality series? And if so, which one would it be? Would you ever actually agree to be on a show? That's an interesting question. Oh, this is from Tristan K. from Cleveland, Ohio. That's an interesting question, Tristan. Would I ever be on a reality show? Aren't like half of all the television shows now reality shows? I can't think of a single... Can I think of a single reality show that in existence? Where's the... What's that one where they're... Shit, can I think of... There's Big Brother, maybe. Was there a show called Big Brother? I never saw that. That sounds creepy. Anything that harkens back to, uh, you know, 1984? No thanks. See, Plumber, Plumber is already... See, Plumber? Plumber is already uh, thinking scandal. Plumber says, maybe your name was the only one, Georgie. What do you take me for, plumber? Some sort of shyster? Come on now. 
Amber, that's rough, dear. Actually, I was, I've been meaning to ask you how's everything going with your folks. We should talk offline. Oh my gosh. Plumber is so, is so bummed that he didn't, he didn't win a watch. There'll be other times, Plumber. All right, hang in there, buddy. Hang in there. Um, let's see. Now I can't even remember what the letter was. Oh, the reality show. Wait a minute. Lady, is there a reality show called Conspiracy Theorist? There's no way I'd be on a show like that. It would be such bullshit, and it would piss me off. They would, they would do all the... Uh, they would probably focus on all the fake conspiracies, right? Like trying to get us uh, to still believe it was Lee Harvey Oswald and it was uh, Sirhan Sirhan and shit like that. I forgot that I closed up my uh, my Yeti mug. It's got a nice tight seal. Um... What other, there's uh, Survivor. That's the show I was thinking about. I wouldn't want to do Survivor. No. Because don't you have to, uh, don't people, people usually are shirtless on that show. Isn't that a thing? I don't think America needs to see the Big Diesel shirtless. I think it would have to be a new kind of um, show. It would have to be a new reality show. Like something, uh, something about preppers or preppers that are not prepared, right? I'm a ridiculous prepper. Maybe call it ridiculous preppers. I'm, I consider myself a prepper and I also consider myself horribly unprepared. And in reality, I would last just days at best. I suppose I could cower in a corner with uh, a bunch of cans of tuna and a shotgun. And maybe I could, maybe I could uh, survive for more than a few days. I'm not sure. But I would be a ridiculous prepper. So maybe the show should be ridiculous preppers, something like that. Amber was thinking about a secret Santa. Then now that's a fun idea. How do you do that virtually? She says, "I thought about seeing if y'all would want to do a secret Santa thing." but thought no one would want to share their location, so didn't mention it till now. Oh, that's interesting. That's a tough one. Certainly, that'd be tough on me. You guys know how secretive I am. Amber's, Amber's definitely the glue that keeps us all together, right? Okay, let, Lady has the naming worked out. She says, unprepared preppers. I like it. I think that I think I think we're on to something. Unprepared preppers. Big gorilla. That's a pitch to someone on the history channel. Or TLC. Whatever. Good letter. I wonder if I would even want to be on a would I I don't know. I guess my face is on the internet every day, so what do I care? I'm already out there. Okay, next letter. Hey, Tony, I've recently been diagnosed with a condition that will likely result in blindness. Not much I can do about it. I'm already usually sad this time of year, but oh my God, it's legendarily bad this uh, this year for sure. 
My Christmas wish this year is that you will read this letter and talk a little bit about times in your life when you have faced great adversity. I need to stop feeling sorry for myself. Thank you from a grateful podcast listener. This is from Emma F. Uh, Thank you for your letter, Emma. And that's um, super tough. That's super tough. It's got to be, you know, there's a thing. You know, there's, there's, I mean, getting bad news, but then getting bad news that's going to happen in the future, maybe that's even worse. I don't know. That would be tough. Um, You know, I've faced adversity in my life. I'm not even, uh, there's, I I don't even, I'm not saying that I I have uh, even taken it gracefully. I'm not sure I can say I'm I'm a graceful adversity facer. Um, So, I don't even know if I'm I'm well equipped to answer this question, but I, I'll tell you actually about my dad. My um, dad was diagnosed with uh, Alzheimer's. He passed away in 2016. I can't believe it's been that long. But uh, he was um, he took it extremely gracefully, and I think I think in an interesting way, Emma, this bad news stuff and adversity, um, it's an opportunity. My guess is that you have people, someone that looks up to you, that sort of watches you and observes you. And like, so for my dad, um, you know, I was observing him. I was watching him, you know, as, as a kid would do. And I, so I got to watch him go through that part of his life, that really difficult part of his life. And it was an amazing lesson for me. Unbelievable. So maybe, Emma, one thing you could do is just think about, look around and just think about other people in your life that um, are, you know, that are are watching you, observing you. And um, so maybe you can actually be a positive force for someone else. You know, that's kind of taking the lemons and making lemonade. That's what I would do. But it's tough. It's a tough spot. Tough spot. God love you. Thank you for listening. And uh, keep on keeping on. All right. Next letter. Uh, Dear Tony, probably like you, I am the fun uncle of the family. I just found out I'm going to be in town for Christmas, which is very unusual for me. So with like 25 days left until Christmas and a supply chain shortage, I need to come up with ideas for presents for the nieces and nephews. I shopped for two boys aged 14 and 12 and one girl aged eight. Any ideas from you and your pepperoni nation would be greatly appreciated. Love the show. This is from Uncle Ken uh, from Spain. Springfield, Massachusetts. Uh, cool, cool letter. Cool letter. I would say, uh, I would say, I mean, there, there. yes, there are supply chain problems that I've seen, but I mean, it's there's still a whole lot of stuff there. 
When we're thinking about Christmas, right? What are we really talking about for the holidays? We're talking about hunks of junk, right? Isn't that what kids get? They get hunks of plastic that they're going to hate, um, you know, in, in, in a little while. You know, I, I'm just saying. Lady Letter Carrier says cash is king. And goofy little games from World Market. Oh, see? Goofy. World Market. I like that. Lady, I haven't been to a World Market in forever. That is a great idea. Very, very interesting. World Market. There's one up, up the street from me. Kind of-ish. Let's see. Plumber says, easy. See what they're into. Money for the 14-year-old would work for sure. Yeah. Money is uh, cash is king. I agree. Or you could do like silver coins. That would be baller. You could teach them a bit of a lesson. You know, be like, here's something that's going to be worth relatively the same next year as this year as opposed to, you know, dollars. Ooh, Amber has a good one. She says rifles and pocket knives for the nephews. Rifles and pocket knives. One of the things I was thinking, Amber, is um, I was thinking about uh, slingshot. Slingshot for the boys. Um, um, Utility knives like Swiss Army knives, stuff like that. Um, and then for the girl, she's the young one, right? Let's see, she's eight. She's eight years old. Um, I will say, what's this deal with... Women are obsessed with working out, right? Maybe you could get her started early. Get her a set of weights for the eight-year-old girl. What is the deal with all these working out ladies? Has anyone noticed that? Everyone's wearing yoga pants and working out. They're all they're all getting divorced and working out really hard and wearing yoga pants. <laughs> Georgie says a Nerf arsenal for them all. I like that idea, Georgie. That's kind of cool. Um, a plumber says buy them some stocks. I think that's a cool idea, plumber. Buy them some stocks. I wonder which stocks would you buy though? It's you'd be buying them at the top of the market. Top of the market for sure. Lady letter carrier used to get silver coins as a tip from a customer. That's tremendous. Tremendous. Oh. Power Karma says Red Rider BB gun. Absolutely. Classic. Get him a Red Rider and a copy of that movie, right? You can't go wrong with that. Big Gorilla agrees. Precious metals. I think I think precious metals, especially at this time, precious metals are great. I would do that over stocks because, again, I w I wouldn't want to buy stocks at the top of the market. You know what I mean? <laughs> you guys are reacting to the yoga pants. That's so funny. Lady letter carrier says wearing yoga pants not exclusive to working out. It's being too lazy to do up a pants zipper. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, oh, I have no doubt that it's not exclusive to working out. No doubt. There's a whole lot of that going around. 
Oh, and Amber has a book idea for the uh, girl. Good book series for the girl. Anne of Green Gables. Anne of Green Gables, says Amber. Very nice. So that's good for an eight-year-old, huh? Nerf Stuff agrees. Georgie agrees. To maintain the status of a fun uncle, doubling down on nurse Nerf Stuff. The uh, the writer is true. I'm I'm the uh, fun uncle, you know. And uh, Nerf Stuff is always good. It's always good. If if the parents have any brain cells at all, they will hate it. But that's fine. I kind of I kind of like uh, pissing off parents. If you can find a gift where the kid loves it and you ruin the parent's life for a while, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. I mean, don't go too far like crack pipes and shit like that. Don't go there. Some something mid mid range like a nerf like a nerf gun that shoots just has insane capacity and then get them like a thousand nerf bullets the parents will be finding them in the yard for years to come it'll be great Ooh, biggerilla says drum set that's what i'm talking about something that the kid might love and it's going to ruin the parent's life short of drug addiction again let's not go there but um yes drum set tr- get Get one boy drums, get the other boy a trumpet. Get the eight-year-old girl maybe a violin. It would be classic. Classic. I think we're on to something. Let's see what else we have in the mailbag. Today is such a weird day. Um, Just very, very flustered. All right, what else do we have? Dear Tony, Thanksgiving was an epic fail for me from a diet perspective. I was in a little bit of a groove there in low carb, but then spun out of control. Any words of wisdom in terms of getting back on track? This is from Kyle H. Shit. I mean, you're writing in to a career loser. Now, yes, I've had a little bit of... um, I've had a little bit of success lately, a little run. Um, But I mean, I I don't think there's any, I don't have anything magical here to say to you, Kyle. Um, A lot of people, Thanksgiving was tough on a lot of people. And uh, basically all I'm saying is, the one thing I could share is maybe have that go-to meal that you can go back to. Because there's a couple things not only when you're off the wagon, not only is it just, you know, the, the, now you're dealing with all the Franken food where all those food scientists put shit in there for you to just keep craving it and craving it. So you're, you're like kind of out of your mind, but you can't, it even, that stuff even affects your judgment. You know, you could go from, if, if you're eating like natural food, like lettuce and, meat maybe for example it doesn't call you right the way pringles does right in bugles who the hell ever thought up a bugle that person should be shot or actually they, that person should someone should play a bu- a real bugle at that person's head for like the next week bugles what do they think of next 
you know. Amber has really, I think, some very something very sensible to say. She says, it's the holidays. Don't be hard on yourself. Start over in January. I like that. I like that. Georgie says, uh, don't dwell. Accept that it happened and just move forward. Very. I, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> Robo, on the other hand, she says, Tony, I worked out last night. Good for you, I guess. Are you really a person that really needs to work out? Is that really a good idea, Ro? Do you do you want even more dudes hitting on you, Robo Kitty? What are you? You're probably doing it for your health, I'm sure. Robo goes on to say, I told myself I would for the last year, and I finally did it in the gym at work. <laughs> Better late than never. Better late than never. Yeah, that reminds me. I haven't, I haven't been on the uh, rowing machine in the you know in a few days. I got to get on it. Robo says, "Tony, I saw my arms in a pic from my cousin's wedding, and I was horrified." <laughs> So funny. Let's see. I lost my chat. Good God, people. Show chat. There's the chat. Technology. Has anyone noticed, speaking of technology, um, has anyone noticed that I'm, is it weird for you guys? Here we're in show 210. I'm, I'm able to read things and still look at you. So the Deer Slayer set up my teleprompter over the weekend, which was, you know, like two months after he was supposed to do it. Has anyone noticed or did he like here? I'm going to do a letter. Let's see if I can. Uh... So I've always read it down down here and now I'm going to read it up here. Dear Tony, if you could sum up Gen Z People, uh, Gen Z people in three adjectives, what would they be? I've got my own take, but I want to hear what yours is. This is from Tim from South Bend, Indiana. So before I answer that, uh, do you guys know what I'm saying? The So I did it into the lens, instead, which for some dumb reason I'm all excited about. Instead of uh, reading it down on the screen. Now, it, it occurred to me during the show that um, that might be weird to you guys. Maybe you're so used to me looking down. I'm not sure. But anyway, I thought I'd uh, get it out there. Um, you know, Robo is Robo says Gen Z is between X and Millennial, right? And really, I, I, I'm really there in spirit with what she's getting at. I have no idea what a, a Gen, what is it, Gen Z? I have no idea what a Gen Z is. I don't know what a Gen X is. I don't know what a millennial is. I don't know any of that stuff. I don't even know where I fit in the thing and I really don't care. So I don't know. I guess I can't answer your question, sir, Tim. I don't know what a Gen Z person is. I really don't. 
Maybe I should look it up, but I doubt that I will. Oh, wait. Biggerilla says... Um, uh, wait, what? Hold on. Where's Biggerilla's comment? I lost it. Biggerilla says we're Gen X, Tony. Okay, so I'm a Gen X. We're Gen X. Does that just mean old? Old, past your prime? And then look at Amber's comment. She says Gen Z, iGen, or Centennials, born 1990. Okay, you copied this from the internet, didn't you, Amber? 1996 to 2000. Okay, I don't care. I'm actually not going to listen or read all of this because I find it all to be absolute horseshit. Why do they, why do they need to, why do they need to label us people? RoboKitty is Gen Y. Did they ever let, did they ever let the different gens mix? Can a Gen X and a Gen Y mix or is it like chromosomes? I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. weird anyway i think it's mostly horseshit i'm ju i just don't buy into it or maybe it's just that i'm not interested i don't know we'll see let me let's see we're oh my gosh 809 in the am let me fit in one more letter people one more and then i gotta go here we go dear tony awesome early christmas present for you in procuring the gopro hero 9 have you tried it out yet? Do you like it? What are your plans for that awesome camera? Are you getting into active videos of some sort? Love the show. This is from Alan S. Uh, yes. Is my... Where is the GoPro? I don't think it's in here right now. I have monkeyed around with it a little bit. Uh, what are my plans? I don't really have uh, very set plans. Other than to... I, I would like to shoot more video than I do. Um, I don't really know what my plans are, but I'm going to monkey around with it. I, I need to get more serious about uh, the YouTube, you know. Robo says, Tony doesn't like labels like prepper. I call myself a prepper all the time, don't I? Georgie says, I still, I still want to see Dolly running around the farm. I have video of that already, but that's once I have the GoPro, it's going to be even way easier. Yeah. I guess I haven't, sh I haven't shared that on a mass scale. I have video of Dolly, um, playing around with the, at the farm, playing around with a dog. That's like the size of basically a snack for Dolly. And so, yeah, the, the GoPro is going to, so I don't know. I'm going to shoot a bunch of video with it. I don't even know. I, I don't know. I got to get more serious about YouTube. And we'll see. We'll see what else I do. No plans, really. Well, listen, 811, I really got to skedaddle. Um, it's congratulations to Georgie girl. I'm happy for you, dear. And uh, we'll follow up on your grand prize, your your magnificent prize. 
Robo says, Tony, Robo's usually does this to me. Tony, can you do one more? I actually, I can't. You know, it's bad when I say no to Robo Kitty, you know, I really got to go. I'm already 11 minutes, 12 minutes because I started late. Now I'm really out of my window anyway. Robo says, I feel like I just truly woke up. I'm finally, finally able to mentate. <laughs> oh my gosh. I thought that happened only like once, once a month. It has to do with waking up. That's weird. Okay, everybody. Um, seriously, I got to go. I love you guys. I like you guys. My music has already run out, which is a bad sign. Sorry for the snafu this morning. Um, if it's Vince's, if it's a mistake that Vince made, I'm going to let you all know late, later. I'll probably shit all over him uh, tomorrow. Anyway, love you guys, like you guys. In the meantime, I want to remind you, don't take any shit from anybody. I will see you tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.